Welcome to All Access Network Podcast. So excited that you decided to join us. You will absolutely love and you're in for a treat for today's guest. Uh, we are on a mission to positively impact the world through sports and culture. We're a multimedia network, we're a YouTube channel, uh, a podcast, and we also have live shows. Uh, if you haven't followed us on YouTube, you can find us at uh, All Access Network. If you haven't followed us on Twitter, you can find us at All Access underscore net, uh, where we also do some of our live shows uh, along with Facebook at All Access Network. But so excited to have you with us today. Uh, we love for people to be able to write their story, uh, leave their mark, and create their legacy. We're on a mission. We appreciate you joining us. And again, please share, like, and subscribe uh, whenever you get a chance. And stay on this journey with us. It's going to be an awesome ride. I want to take time to acknowledge one of our partners, Rising Coaches. Every coach wants to rise in their career in one way or another. We're all looking for professional development, access to tools, and relationships that can help us grow and help us advance in our career. Rising Coaches provides just that. You can visit Rising Coaches at www.risingcoaches.com. Their memberships are just $10 a month and provides a genuine community to help you grow and advance in your career. All right, we are back. We got a big-time special guest here today. You see the background. Uh, we have a prestigious program uh, and an outstanding rising coach in the business. Uh, has done an outstanding job in his career as a player. Now he's on the coach side doing his thing. And uh, he got a chance to sit in the first chair in a really intense, important game and was able to come away with a W. And a lot of people are talking about it. So as John Rothstein would say, Buy stock now, one of Kevin's favorite guys. Just kidding. Uh, so we will bring Kamani in. Kamani, thanks so much for joining us. Excited to have you, man. Thank you, guys, man. Appreciate the love and, and excited to be here. Yeah, no doubt. So take us through that game a little bit. Obviously, the pros game press conference coach is giving you mad love, which I appreciate. Hey, coaches don't always do that. And the way that he celebrated you uh, is a rare thing in this business. And that says a lot about you, your relationship with him, the work you're doing behind the scenes. Uh, just take us through a little bit of that whole moment of coach leaving. Now you're taking over. It's an intense game, a big game, and able to kind of lead the team to victory. And obviously the players did their part, but you had to be cool, calm, and collective, and you were. And, and many people gave you credit for not only just kind of being the, uh, how can I say it, the safe quarterback who just doesn't turn it over, you actually did a lot of tactical things that were very impressive to many. So take us through that a little bit, if you don't mind. Yeah, man. I mean, the game was, um, it was, it was a big time game, big time environment. Um, yeah. We all knew what was at stake, obviously, you know, playing against Villanova, right. You know, that's a, that's an animal in, in and of itself. So, um, you know, we all came ready, prepared for a big game and then, you know, things just took a turn, you know, um, to answer part of your question, I'm always a little bit prepared for that for that situation because, you know, <laughs> one one you know you're dealing with COVID, right? You true. know, so you know, there's been times already where you know, you never know, you never know when you may have to step in and and, and right. fill that void. Um, so that's always been in the back of my mind since last year. Um, 
you know, and then this year with coach, he's, you know, listen, man, he, he's, he's got a lot of energy, you know, he's, um, he, he gets after it, you know, and, and you never know with him. So, um, you know, hopefully from now on, man, we can keep him in that chair. I can keep a great head coaching record as long as I'm here at UConn. Um, but, you know, I knew when it happened that there was a job to do. And, and you know, we had great days of preparation leading up to that that game. Right. You know, so it, it was a seamless transition. What What's the part of, like, do you have to have talks with Coach? Like, Coach, man, we got to keep you in the game. Like, do I need to tackle you? Like, what do we need to do, Coach? Like, do you have to have that conversation with Coach or not? Nah? If you look at the video, I was begging them not to get thrown out. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what more I can do. Um, and listen, that 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 ejection, I you know, is what I, it is. I, I haven't seen I haven't seen many like that. In, right. In, you know, in all my years of watching college basketball, but it was what it was. Um, and you know, fortunately for us, we were able to just kind of keep our composure and our, and our players made some big time plays at the end and we were able to get the win. We learned from it and, and right. we keep moving. What, what was that? What was that like? Uh, last one. I'll let Kevin jump in. Sorry. Uh, what was it like to be in that spot to, to, I don't know, the team responded so well, but obviously you knew the stakes of the game. You prepared, you prepared for that moment, prepare for this team, but doesn't mean it's easy when you're in the fire, you were in the fire. Yeah. I'll tell you what, man, like, um, you know, I've been a coach for a long time, you know, and I've coached in, in, at the grassroots level for a long time. And, you know, coach gives us so much responsibility on a day to day basis here in our program that, you know, I didn't really feel out of place at all. You know, that, that we, we, we uh, you know, he demands a lot of us as as, you know, as assistant coaches and, and myself as the associate coach um, to where on a day to day basis, I feel like a head coach. Right. You know, whether I'm taking the blue team or the gray team or whether it's individual instruction, it's it's, right. you know, what we do from a, from a scouting perspective. Um, you know, I've, I've 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 lived with that kind of responsibility for the last four years. Um, so I didn't feel you know, I didn't feel any any pressure. I didn't feel out of place. I, I was I felt prepared. Right. Kevin. What what was the response like? I mean, it was just it seemed like an outpouring across the profession of of people kind of giving you flowers and uh, you know obviously it's an opportunity and I'm sure you'll never forget. But what was it like to get such a awesome response from from coaches around the country? It's been great. You know, as assistant coaches, we have our own fraternity, right? right? And 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 we all you know have this. Um, you know, I, I, I like to say this. I describe our, our trajectory as like it's a natural progression to become a head coach, and we all would would love to be in that position. So, you know, to see one of your your, your one of your peers, you know, have that kind of opportunity had to be exciting. Um, and and a lot of people shared that with me, you know, through calls or through texts, and and it felt good. But you know, we 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 have to move on. You know, it was a moment. I you know we 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 were able to. Um, take advantage of the opportunity. I feel like I did a great job in that situation. Our team, our players, they responded. We got the win, but you know, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta move on now. I'll get one more quick one. I mean, you, you grew up uh, in the business with a lot of these guys that you just talked about. And one guy that was in a similar position to you, that is now a head coach that you work for at the same institution, which is Ben Johnson, friend of yours. You work with him at Minnesota. What has it been like to see, one of your friends that you worked with on the same staff 
go back home and get that opportunity that, that everyone works so hard for and do so well with it. That's been awesome, man. You know, that's, that's been awesome. You know, Ben, um, you know, obviously, you know, that's one of my best friends in the business. We spent right. five long years together. Right. Um, you know, we talk a ton and, and, you know, I know how much that place means to him. I know how much it means to him to be back in Minnesota. Um, you know, so I watch every game I can and, and I support him to the highest, you know, to the highest level. So excited for him to do big things there. Um, but it's been great to see and great. He, he deserves it. You know, that dude is all about Minnesota. He's yep. a big time coach, um, you know, and he's going to do great there. Yeah, I just love to see, and I'll pass to Kevin, I just love to see guys that have been assistants at a level that people don't necessarily think you're always going to get the head coaching job from there, right? You know, sometimes there's a label that you have to be an assistant at a certain conference in order to get the head job. So I love that some of these narratives are getting broken right now. Uh, yeah, Kevin? definitely. Yeah, uh, obviously that, 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 that the win was tremendous for you personally but for the team it was tremendous obviously a, a kind of season defining win a program defining win for for you guys under coach Hurley um what how, how much do you think that win has helped the team's mindset heading into March I mean it was a huge hurdle man you know it was a huge hurdle for us uh you know we've played them I want to say we played them almost every year since I've been here I know we played them in our first year we played them in our second year um, yeah, we played them every year since we've been at at at, at UConn, and um, it's been a <laughs> you know a slow and steady steady growth. Um, you know, so to get over that hump this year at home, big time environment in a in a you know in a meaningful game, um, it's got it's got to be a huge confidence builder for us. And, and one of the guys that that really played well in that ball game was Adama Sanogo, um, twenty and six, and has become one of the best big men in, in college basketball. Um, what did what did his performance mean for you guys? You know, how he's played lately. What does it mean for you guys kind of going forward, especially against the Villanova team that, you know, was able to do some work on, on the interior the first time you guys played? Yeah, definitely. Adama is a huge piece for us. I mean, you know, we're, we're not the team we are um, this season without him, you know, and – um, he's a very prideful guy. He's tough. He's hard nosed. He's gritty. He takes everything personal. Um, this game means everything to him. And he didn't play well at Villanova. So I'm sure that was, you know, that was a game he had circled on his calendar. Um, he responded and played great for us and, and, and put us in position to win. And, and after today's victory over Georgetown, you guys have now won five straight. You know, before that, you had lost three of four. Uh, what what do you think has been the biggest reason you guys have been able to, you know, flip the switch and really turn it on as the season hits the stretch run? Yeah, I just think we've gotten back to our identity. You know, I think we've gotten back to our identity. Defense, rebounding, um, you know, playing smart, playing together, um, you know, playing inside out. I just think that, you know, guys, it, it, this game is all about momentum. You know, and then you win one, you win another one, and, and you, you know, you, you have – um, material to keep these guys motivated and these guys start seeing what's 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 working for us um, and I just think that it's all coming together now yeah I think one of the things I always think about when I watch you guys play is the the energy and the effort uh, defensively and I think I'll, I think a lot of it kind of emanates from your guys's bench and and how, how, how Danny Hurley you know brings the juice on the sideline but uh, talk, talk me through the defensive philosophy that you guys have and uh, 
what allows you guys to play as hard as you do um, every single night? Yeah, I mean, that's one of the staples of our program, you know, relentless effort. You know, that's just one of our core values. And we all know that, you know, if you defend, you're going to always have a chance to win. Um, we have a defense first mentality, defense and rebounding, um, you know, playing tough, hard nose. Um, and obviously, you you know, as you described the sauce with, with Coach Hurley, and it permeates throughout our program. So um, they know if you defend, you'll play. So, you know, that's always that's always a great motivator. Coach, the Big East, man, it's it's uh it's good every year. It may be as good this year as it's been. Yet again, uh, it feels like it's so competitive. Talk a little bit about this league for just from the inside perspective. Obviously, the outside perspective is one thing, but uh, what is it like on the inside? Listen, man, this is a big time league. You know, I'm 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 from New York City, so I grew up watching the Big East. Um, there's so many uh, just natural, like geographical rivalries right. that you get in the arena and you already know from minute one, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be a war and it's exciting to be a part of, um, you know, I think there's a lot of kids that grow up in, that, that are in the big East that grew up playing against each other, right. you know, whether it was high school, AAU grassroots. So, um, you know, these games are competitive. Um, they're officiated, you know, at a, at a high level, um, which makes it even more, you know, that that's another, you know, you know, layer to, to our, to our league. Um, but, you know, it's, it's been great to be a part of, and I'm excited to just keep going. Coach, tell you mentioned New York and your kind of your upbringing. Tell us a little bit, tell people about your story, uh, kind of getting into basketball. I know you played at UTEP, good player there. Talk about kind of your playing that led into your coaching and your coaching journey, if you don't mind. Yeah, definitely. You know, I grew up in New York City, um, playing a game, playing high school, you know, AAU. Um, you know, I was fortunate enough to get a scholarship as a transfer. Um, you know, I, I staff jokes. I was the first guy in the portal. Um, you know, I played, my, <laughs> yeah, I played my freshman year at LIU um, and then transferred, sat out a year and played three years at, at Texas El Paso um, for the late, great Don Haskins, where I think that's where I developed, like, my love for the game in terms of, you know, wanting to become a coach and, and, and feeling like I can make an impact that way. Um, but, you know, my journey in basketball has been great. Basketball has been great to me. The people I've been around, um, the people I've met, the relationships I've developed um have all contributed to me becoming a coach and person that i am today what do you take away from coach haskins that you still use like did you know you wanted to be a coach when you played or did it come later or when did it hit you i did i i don't know as i started getting older you know because we all grew up with this dream of playing in the nba no doubt and you know i was fortunate enough i grew up with kenny anderson and kenny smith those were two you know close friends and mentors so um, you know, I always felt like that was a, a realistic goal. And as I got older, I started realizing, like, wait a minute, you know, Andre Miller <laughs> moves different than I do. Right. You know what I mean? Keith Van Horn is doing the same thing I'm doing at 6'10". So, um, you know, I realized that I wanted to get into coaching and, and, and Coach Haskins was a great mentor and, and, and just, you know, awesome person to be around for four years. Um, and I said, you know what, maybe this is something I can I can I can develop a career in. Um you know, and, and got back to New York City and started working in youth development and started coaching at a grassroots level and year by year took steps. And, you know, Richard Patino, he was fortunate. I was fortunate enough that he gave me opportunity to get into college coaching at FIU. And, right. 
you know, the rest is history. As a guy who grew up in, in New York and, you know, so many of your roots are there, what does it mean, the opportunity to go play at Madison Square Garden in the Big East Tournament in a week or so? It's awesome, man. It it's really is. You know, I remember as a, as a youngster, you know, I, I may have been seven or eight years old. My mom took me to a, to a Nick game against the 76ers with Dr. J for my birthday. And you know, I think that's when I fell in love with basketball. So every time I get in that building, you know, I get chills and it, it's just, it's just an awesome experience, you know, to have friends and family come to watch you, you know, watch our team play. Um, so, you know, it, it'd be more exciting than, than any other time knowing that, you know, you're back in the Big East tournament with fans after a year off and, right. you know, how much people are excited about college basketball right now. So, yeah, I'll be ready to go. No doubt. So you, you mentioned family in there coming to games. Talk a little bit about the personal side of you outside of basketball. What is what is Kamani Young like when he's not coaching basketball? What is he doing? What is he into? I'm, I'm, I'm always around the game at some level. Right. You know, I'm watching the game. I'm in here watching games right now. I'm always talking to games, you know, talking about games, talking to game with friends. Right. Um, it's been my life. And, and, you know, I just can't get away from it. I love basketball. Um, you know, I don't do too much outside of it. Hang out with my family, my kids. Right. Um, you know, and that's it. That's a good life. That's, I'd say that's a good life. We normally ask coach a funny question. So we're going to ask one question before so you can kind of think of it while you're answering one question. Well, we got to ask a funny story of either your playing career, your coaching career. He, he works for he works for Danny Hurley. I'm pretty sure he has a funny story. <laughs> too. We got to have air appropriate though. Those may not be air appropriate, you know what I mean? We got to we got to keep it uh we got to keep it PG for the for, for the viewers. So, uh Kevin, do you have one before? I, got, I, I tell I tell I tell people all the time, man, if this coaching thing goes bad, that guy needs to have a reality TV show. <laughs> if coaching ever goes bad for him, he needs a reality TV show. He what what be, would the reality TV show be like? It would be non-stop comedy. Non-stop comedy. <laughs> Trust me. Trust oh me. man. The games are just two hours of what he is, you know, all day long. <laughs> you just get a two-hour glimpse with a suit on. I, I, um, do you ever kind of marvel at the energy to, that, that he listen, has? Man, <laughs> I, I tell you, I'll tell you what, you know, in all seriousness, he's really changed my approach just in terms of his daily habits and and um, how you can prepare yourself to deal for the grind that comes with coaching at this level, um, you know, and, and what you see, that's not an act, man. That, that's him every day, all day. Right. And, um, you know, he has a routine that has put him in a position that where he can, he can operate and function at that level at all times. And it's been, it's been great for him. It's been great for me personally. I feel like I've grown in the profession because of some of the things that I've learned. Um, from a personal habit standpoint um, from him. So um, he's doing a lot of things right. We just got to get him off the refs. Yeah. <laughs> what's, what's one thing you can share, Coach, about maybe something you've taken from him or something that you just like, man, this is what makes him great? Like that maybe people don't know because people see the intensity, they see the energy, but they, they don't know even the half of what makes him actually great. Yeah, just his daily routine. Just his, just his daily routine. That dude is the same guy um, literally every day, you know? And um, for a lot of us, that's not easy. You yeah. know, that that's not easy just in terms of his, um, you know, just his mental preparation, his physical preparation, 
um, you know, what, what he does on a daily basis in terms of helping our team get better. Yeah. Um, I, I think he's, he's, um, he's got, he's got to figure it out that way. No um, you know, and I've learned a lot from him, you know, just from, you know, reading podcasting. Um, the one thing I always, I tell him I won't do, I won't meditate. I can't do that. Um, not there yet. Yeah. I'm just not there yet. I'm from Queens, New York. They'll make fun of me, um, <laughs> you know, but. What? Sometimes you know, when you move that one seat over, though, coach, it may you may I may need it that a little I may, bit. I'm, I may need it, but I I tell them all the time it's not working well for you. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe you need to go a little longer. Maybe he's um, meditating about the wins and not the rest. He needs to meditate about the reps. Yeah, yeah, but no, I I tell you what, man, you know, um, I I, I love working with him. You know, I, I got a great opportunity here. At UConn, it's a great job for me personally and professionally. So, um, you know, I couldn't, I can't thank him enough and, and, and be more excited about where this program is headed. Yeah, speaking about your chemistry, coach, because again, I, I, I was really impressed with again how a head coach obviously you won and it's happened in other places, but man, he was, it, it was really cool to see him give praises the way he did. And there's, there's something more that obviously we can't see and that the fans can't see to you guys relationship that's a that's a special thing in college basketball can you speak a little bit about that before we let you go yeah i mean listen it's it's about you know um two people that really appreciate each other you know two people with similar backgrounds um two people that love the game you know that's all about uconn basketball all about their players all about you know helping these guys get better and, and, and putting this this program in the best position to win and um you know, you just saw that on, on, you know, whatever that was Tuesday night. Um, that that's all I can really say about that. You know, right. he gave me a tremendous opportunity to come back here close to home and coach at a university. I grew up watching and, you know, I would dream about coaching at a place like UConn when, right. when you know, when I got into coaching and he gave me opportunity to come back here and, and get my career started, um, you know, back on the East coast and, and, you know, I just try to work hard every day to, to to let them know that I appreciate it. Yeah, going into uh going into March, you have any rituals or like superstitions that help you be on your A game for for coaching in March? Yeah, we got too many superstitions to talk about on the show, man. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, man. I love it. This I is a stu- this is a superstitious program here. But, <laughs> um, nah, listen, man. That the you know the confidence come from comes from the preparation. Yeah. You know, that that that's it. You know, I talked about that the night of the game. Um, and, you know, we prepare every day for the best team on our schedule. Right. You know, we really we don't take any days off. Um, you know, and I think that's what's put us in a position to be where we are today. What do you love about this year's team at UConn? And we'll talk about, too, I'll ask you a two-part question, the building of it. It wasn't as easy as you guys are in the position now, but building this from essentially the ground up was not an easy task. And, uh, it's been impressive to see where you guys are now, being able to beat the Villanovas of the world in the game like you did on Tuesday and going into the tournament playing some of your best balls. So two-part question, what's it been like building it and what do you love about this year's team? Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a great question, Brian. We we talk about that all the time, you know, because, you know, this has been a weird year because we had a top 10 recruiting class in the country last year with some really celebrated players. I think we had three top 50 or top – Right. 60 players in our recruiting class. And you know how those guys are. They come in and they they want to they ready to go. 
You know, right. they, they 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 put themselves on this timeline. Like, you know, I got a one year, two years, and, and I'm gonna right. do book night, and and, right. and I get that. You know, that that's part of the process. Right. Um, but what I like to share with them is like, wait a minute. You know, I was here when we first got here. Right. You know, what I mean, this has been a, a you know a four year uh, rebuilding process, and um, you know, it's been it's been tough. You know, we we built it the right way. We built it through recruiting. Yep. Um, you know, we built it through two really, imp, you know, really big impact transfers and, and RJ Cole and Tyrese Martin. Um, yep. But we've really done it through traditional recruiting, some high school guys that are talented right. that we were able to get in here, develop and, and you know, get them on the court. And, and, and now, um, you know, along with some of the returning guys that were here when we got here, like, like uh, you know, Tyler Polly and Isaiah Whaley, those guys have been, you know, tremendous anchors for our program. Um, so it's been you know, it's been fulfilling because you, we yeah. really feel like, you know, we've done it the right way and these guys have developed and, and, you know, our culture has been, you know, really strong with guys taking care of their business on and off the court. We got really good kids and families that have bought into what we're doing. So that has been, you know, that's been as important as anything, um, you know, but, but I feel like, you know, even our young guys to get back to them, they can learn from being on a winning team. Yep. That's what it's about. You know, and that's what that's what I've stressed with them, because, you know, listen, they wouldn't be at this place if they didn't expect to play right away, no you know, and expect to have big roles and, you know, have a ton of pride that they wouldn't be, you know, at a place like UConn. And I get that. But you got to take advantage of the opportunity of winning at a high level and learning through that process. So when it's your time, you know, to step up and, 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 and be the guy and be a leader on a winning team, you're, you're ready. Is uh, I think I asked you that two part favorite part about this year's team, coach. What would you say this exact team that you have this year that's making this run? Yeah, this team is resilient, man. This, this, that's that's I mean, that's the first thing that comes to mind. This team is resilient, you know. We've been through a lot with this team injuries, you know, COVID. Um, you know, we've had some tough stretches. You know, we had a seven game stretch where we were looking at the schedule like. It's going to be rough, you know, right. and, and right. you know, we battled and, and you know, we, we really, really overachieved. Um, and, you know, we got a really good group of guys in that locker room that all care about one, one another. They all care about winning. Um, they all love to be coached. And, and that's what's been been most most gratifying. No doubt. The last one I got is like uh, so culture is a word we hear so much. What's one piece that you can share? about this culture other than the i think you said relentless effort was already one so what's maybe one more that you can share that makes this uconn program because you have rebuilt it and you have you guys have done such a great job putting it back in that national ranking and national conversation so what would be one thing about the culture you would say yeah for us man it's four things it's, it's relentless effort it's consistent improvement um you know it's strength of the pack and it's always competing and and those those are those are the four things that are most important to us. And I think the strength of the pack has been, you know, has been a huge reason why you know we're in the position that we're in, you know, today. You know, um, we recruited really good kids with high character. That's important yep. to us. Yep. Um, you know, we've recruited kids that's going to allow us to coach them. Right. You know, which I also think is important. Um, you know, we recruited good players. Yeah. You know, we, we recruited good players and the guys that, that were here when we got here, 
you know, like I described earlier, Tyler Polly and Isaiah Whaley, who's the, you know, reigning def defensive player of the year. Tyler's having a great senior year. Um, you add them with, with guys like R.J. Cole and, and, and Tyrese Martin, who have been warriors for us. Um, and then you got the young guys like, you know, Jordan Hawkins and, and Andre Jackson, Adama Sanogo, obviously. Um, a cook, a cook who's battled injuries since he's been here. Um, you know, and then we got young guys coming up the pipe, you know, and, and, and Rasul Diggins and, and Samson Johnson. Um, you know, this this place is is, is primed for, for long-term success. Yeah, that's what it's about. Well, we appreciate you, man. I, I can say this. You don't have to say it. I'm looking forward to when you have your program to do some of the same things. I'm glad the world got to see a glimpse of how good you are. I know the fans and the people there get to see it all the time, but appreciate you taking the time and we'll let you say any last words before you run. I'm good, man. Thank you. And, 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 you know, I appreciate it. Appreciate you giving me the opportunity to come on your show. You guys are awesome. And I guess we'll see you in March. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Best of luck, coach. Keep up the great work, man. All right, my man. Yeah. I love that dude, man. One of the best. Tremendous. Uh, yeah. That's the best way to put it. Tremendous. Uh, those that don't know, now you know. As a, as Biggie Smalls would say, and if you don't know, now you know. Uh, Kevin will break down the team, and then we'll uh, we'll let you guys run. Yeah, I mean, I think the cool thing, B, is we talk a lot on this platform when we're uh, when we talked about guys getting you know potentially head coaching jobs, and about you know the idea of black coaches in particular being more than recruiters. And I think what was cool about what Kamani Young did against Villanova was. What he was celebrated for that day was he ran two really awesome sets offensively. Just did a tremendous job and you know, set them up with two plays to win them win on the ball game. And I think like that, like that's cool. And, and, and not cool just that plays was, against anybody. It's hard to jump in. Against Villanova, against Jay Wright. Villanova. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about a blue blood. You know what right. I mean? I mean, I, I think it, it is cool that a black coach in particular was recognized or what he did tactically to win a game. Yep. Um, and I, I just think it's cool. He's obviously one of the up-and-comers in his profession and has done a tremendous job and a huge part of what, what UConn has built, and they've got a tremendous team. I mean, they have a chance to you know, be a top-five seed in the NCAA tournament, to make noise, go to a Sweet 16, go to an Elite Eight, maybe even a Final Four. And they are that good, and they prove it. And uh privilege to be able to talk to him on the show today. Yeah, and I, I'll salute Kevin because so many times, like, it's like the elephant in the room and we don't want to speak about it. And I feel like I usually have to speak about it. Not that you don't, but uh, I appreciate you saying it because it is true. You know, so many times celebrated for being a good recruiter, celebrating for getting this recruit, but for him to have that moment on such a national stage against such a national game and moment and such a huge victory where he was celebrated for being a good basketball coach and a good leader and seen as a head coach. People could see that like, and you have the national writers celebrating it and tweeting about it and writing articles. And um, it's not about that for him. As you can see, talking to him, he is a team guy and a behind the scenes guy, do whatever it takes for his team, but he's also prepared for his opportunity. So it's really just about the narrative being able to change and people to see things differently. It's like, you have to start seeing the Ben Johnson's of the world. Well, who's the next Ben Johnson? You can see how good that dude was, and he wasn't at a quote-unquote power five at the time. He was prior, and he's been – come on, he's been at a power five. But, I mean, there's so many good minority and black coaches that are assistants that do so many other things. Uh, we had uh, Coach Stubblefield on, who has been known as a recruiter forever, and we talked about that, and, and he just kind of said the same thing. I've just been preparing and shipping away, and 
Uh, he has a gritty team, and he's done a good job in his first year in a program that just they needed what he's bringing so far. So all that being said, um, yeah, I appreciate you saying it. Great to have Kamani on, and uh, UConn's got a good team, and will be fun to watch in March. Thank you for joining us and welcome to the All Access Network. Be sure to follow, share, and stay connected with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Subscribe and hit that notification bell on our YouTube channel. And don't forget to write your story, leave your mark, and create your legacy. <laughs>